0: I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here with Alex Hudson. Yes,
1: it's me. I'm back on the podcast. Oh shit. I, right, here's a thing. Okay. Um, so, I was listening back to the Nervecast we did last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why didn't we use that name for it?
0: What, the Nervecast? Dinosaur Man Nervecast?
1: Yeah, just for that episode, I mean.
0: Oh, we missed a trick. Missed a trick.
1: Is, 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 that's all I'm saying. Let's, let's be
0: honest, there's multiple times where we come out of stuff and go, we've missed a trick here.
1: Yeah, but that's the biggest trick we've ever missed. That's like a David Blaine style trick.
0: But it's not really a trick, it's just
1: an experiment. It's an illusion. Where a man sits in a box for a little bit. Good trick, that is. Welcome to the How, West... do, you, how do you stop an idiot from talking for a month? Be David Blaine. Sometimes in a I wish box. I knew.
0: Sometimes I wish I knew. I hate you.
1: Welcome to the Wednesday podcast where we talk news and reviews. And the worst thing is, I know you're going to call me a news pig today. I'm not. I'm not going to call you a news, Okay, mate. listeners, listen now in about ten minutes' time when he blatantly lied to me. Um, yeah, today we talk news and
0: reviews. It's Wednesday, and we start with news. <laughs> it is a Wednesday. We do start with um, news. news.
1: Hog, do you have anything? <laughs> You're a little prick, mate. I've got two things for you, mate. Ooh! Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> that was... I don't know why you did that gesture at me.
0: It's like a little dance. I, I don't understand. You were, just,
1: you were you were like telling me to tumble over. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars. Yeah, he's done it before, hasn't he? No, Golden Emmys Globes. or Golden Globes. A couple One of, of them. times. Uh, Emmys. He's done the Emmys the last two years, I think. Something like that. He's a big enough star for it, though. He's a safe pair of hands. Exactly. He's inoffensive. So why do I get Ricky Gervais back for fifteenth time? Well, it's why they won't. Well, they won't take a risk with someone like Ricky Gervais for the for the Oscars because be well, like, he's done it twice, hasn't he? He's done Golden Globes. I thought he'd done Oscars because I thought he did Oscars twice and offended people. No, did Golden Globes twice and offended people. And then they got Tina Fey and Amy Poehler to do it. Uh,
0: maybe I'm just getting thinking the same. Chris Rock same. did
1: it twice: once in 2005, then once last year. And then he said. Why would I want to come back and do it? Hey, I'll produce it if they haven't got producers yet. But they did already have producers. Uh, so, Was it
0: um, Matthew Bollerick and Nathan Drake? Nathan <laughs> the guy, the guy from Nathan Uncharted.
1: Lane. Okay. Good joke about the producers there. I can't believe how much hard work this podcast actually ends up being. <laughs> Okay, so he's been confirmed this, yeah. I think like yesterday Yeah, yeah. that was announced. Uh, so that is up to the minute news. Okay. Along with my second piece of news. The star of the new Barbie movie.
0: Oh, I know this. Yes. T- tell tell people who it is.
1: <laughs> because you're not remembering, are it's you? Amy it's Amy Schumer. It's Amy Schumer, yeah, that's correct. She's, she's going to be playing the titular role. Which is interesting.
0: Yeah. That is because, you know, it's a move away from... What Barbies originally are,
1: yeah, uh, and is is a move towards something that is actually something resembling a real life human being rather yeah. than what is essentially an impossible doll. Um, but I think you know it's a good move by them. I think she's capable enough to make that. Uh, I, I'd be interested to know what sort it? of direction. I don't think she's writing it. I'd be interested to know what sort of direction they're going to take it in now. Hmm. Because that, to me, I don't... Again, it's that thing of going, we've had so many um, films based on toys and games at this point, uh, particularly things like, tr- you know, this year you had Trolls, and you think, well, Trolls never really had their own universe. We didn't really... know what, what realistically well, can thing, you do with it? the thing it? is,
0: if you turn out to me and said, oh, Amy Schumer's going to be in a Barbie-like movie, I'd immediately think it's something ripping off the idea that Barbies are this impossible thing. Mm. This impossible figure to live up to, and Amy Schumer basically being the anti Barbie, kind of tearing down that manufactured um, impression of what a well, world should here, be. Well, that's what I would have thought it was. If you want
1: me to give you the elevator pitch for the new Barbie yeah. film, so a doll living in Barbie land is expelled for not being perfect enough and sets so- off an adventure in the real world, a live action feature film based on the popular line of Barbie toys.
0: I would have thought it would be something like that, but I thought it would be incredibly raunchy and stuff, you know, fitting into that kind of style of comedy Amy Schumer does. Mm. Um, so you're right, I am interested to see what she does with it, because yeah. as I like it, it's one of those things of, I don't know whether she fits into that property
1: easily. Yeah, um, well interestingly, Diablo Cody is doing the screenplay with Kim Caramel, who did uh, Trainwreck. Uh, Diablo Cody did, uh, Juno back in the day. Oscar winner! But it's somebody called Creme Caramel. Kim Caramel. (laughs) I mean, it's C-A-R-A-M-E-L-E, so it might be Caramele. No, no, you just told me there's somebody who writes scripts called Creme Caramel. Kim Caramel. (laughs) They made her own emoji. Uh... Uh, talking of emoji... Oh, you've got emoji news as well. Well, the emoji movie is set for release... Uh, I believe it's September or October next year.
0: Oh, yeah, The further inexplicable rise of T.J.
1: Miller. Is he in it? Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, we've already had this He's the discussion. poo emoji. Of course he is. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or <laughs> not. nothing that sums up <laughs> T.J. Miller more than the emoji of poo. I don't know if that's true T. J. or not. T.J. Miller... I- is in it? Is this what yeah, we're saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's definitely in it. Okay, I be... think he's happy emoji or something. Oh, uh, of course he is, because he's happy he's still in fucking work. The, uh, <laughs> right, the unbelievable <laughs> thing about TJ Miller is that he's still a thing. <laughs> like, I, I get that people like certain things, and I don't like certain things. TJ Miller is playing Gene. What the fuck does that mean? Gene the what? Gene? Gene. What, an emoji movie? G-E-N-E. James Corden's playing the high-five emoji. Why is the high-five emoji in this? There are certain reasons that I believe the human race should not continue living. As long as we are making the emoji movie, colon, express yourself, <laughs> I don't believe that we are fit for purpose.
0: Uh, should we move off this before we get bogged down that in the emoji movie? beef yeah. of the week. Beef of the week. Um... About four or five separate trailers have dropped this week. They're Very careless, they should pick them up. I hate you. Come on Um, now. First one. (laughs) Behave yourself. It's the film we're excited for. Um, Yeah. A trailer that I forced you to watch. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh,
1: yeah, okay, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, They released their first...
1: I was happy with the the first trailer of whatever it was.
0: The one that showed really nothing. What was it? No, it was basically just um, Drax and... uh, Fingy having a chat.
1: Baby Groot, no raccoon.
0: No, that's this trailer. So yeah, this trailer has Rocket Raccoon chatting to Baby Groot, turning him back, buttons stuff. We see voice, that yeah. Baby Groot's maybe not as smart as he once was because <laughs> he's a baby.
1: Yeah, but he's funny.
0: Yeah, and it is. It's really, it's really charming. I think Baby Groot's basically gonna steal so many scenes. Well,
1: this is the thing: is the smallest one in the franchise has to be the funny one. So previously it was Rocket Raccoon, now it's going to be Baby Groot. It happened in the Scooby and they talk Doo about um, Scrappy Doo was the funny
0: one. <laughs> James um, James Gunn spoke before about this isn't going to be the same Groot really that we saw in the last film. Yeah, you know he's going to have developed because it's basically just a rebirth of Groot, so it's yeah. going to be a different type of character. Which I'm really interested to see how they play with that. Um, yeah. interesting we didn't see any of um, Sylvester Stallone or Kurt Russell in this yet because I don't know. Who, well, I know who Kurtz is playing, but no. I don't know how they're going to imagine that. And Sylvester Stallone I have no idea what he's doing in this. Is Ian
1: McShane still in this?
0: Um, I don't know. No, I think he might have be been the original pitch for... For um, Ego, Kurt, the yeah. human planet. So, no, I thought it was really funny. I thought no. there were some really good, there's some really great Drax moments in the trailer as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the trailer as a whole, really. I thought it was, thought it was great. Uh, well, it doesn't they, give
1: much away either. As long as they do more of the same, they can't really go too far wrong. The problem—the the problem comes when what you're doing brings nothing to it. If, if, if you do more of the same, you've got to make it enough new stuff in there to to justify yes. the film, because otherwise it, it's just going to feel like okay. So Marvel is continuing to do, uh, you know, more power to them. They've been doing it for the last ten years and they've made so much money off it. So why shouldn't they just continue? Long
0: may films? it continue, eh? I know that's a sentiment you agree with. I like, know oh you
1: liked Guardians, so therefore let's keep it positive and say well, Guardians. Too. The weird thing is, I've, I've liked a lot of their recent films, so they're on a bit of a run for me at the mm. moment of films that I haven't found insufferably awful. And <laughs> that, to be honest, for for films that are supposed to make money first and foremost, that's that, that's a remarkable achievement, yeah. I think. Because this is the thing you know they know that they're going to bank five hundred million a pop with every film now, so if they can do that then why shouldn't they go out and make a film that is, first and foremost, a good film? The money's going to be there automatically. It doesn't matter anymore. That's not your primary function. I think at the start, that's sort of what it was geared towards. Certainly, The Avengers always felt like quite a cash-grabby movie to me. Still great. I still love it. well, let's have a conversation at another time. (laughs) But what I really like about their recent run of stuff is that there's been enough interesting stuff thrown in there and different stuff Mm. to justify them doing it. And, you know, it all started with Guardians for me. I think Guardians was the first of their films that I really went, wow, they've got an idea here that... Sort of whether it sums up the characters from the comics or not, I don't know. But they've really found the person. And for you, too... that's not
0: really the care, is it? You don't care whether it's crystal in the comics or not. You I, only I'm... care if it's a decent movie. And that's if, how you.
1: If it was as far away from the comics as it could possibly be, and was yet a good film, I would be delighted. Yeah, you and would... I would go around throwing that in the face of any comic book fan. I'd be like, ha ha ha! ha they've ruined your comic to make a good film. Ha ha! ha, ha your comic would have made a bad film. <laughs> that's the kind of person I am.
0: I'm not saying I'm a good person. I'm just saying no, I'm a saying person. A good person. Uh, but no, I think the trailer is really cool um, and it's nice to get a first glimpse. So apparently we're supposed to be getting a Spider-Man Homecoming trailer this week as well. Um, everything's pointing to the fact that should be the, arriving this week, which Again, I'm looking a, forward to.
1: A film that, uh, the a film that I kind of don't want to even want to see a trailer for because I feel like I've already seen the trailer in the sense that I've seen enough of him in Civil, Civil War, War to sort of get a feel for who he's going to be.
0: But I'm, I want to see what the tone of the film is because they're saying it's going to be very John John Hughesy. And that's what I want to see. I want to see an idea of what style this film's going to be. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to most with that. Um, we also got a trailer for The Mummy. Um, Tom Cruise fighting mummies. Now this looks silly as you anything. You've literally just watched yeah. it, Yeah,
1: well, it, it was It was released yesterday, I think. And <laughs> yeah. my God, it looks stupid. Does
0: it make you hope Brendan Fraser actually well, comes back uh, and saves this franchise?
1: Say what you want about the, the, the two, three... three mummy films. Okay, so the first what, two I really enjoyed. Say what you want about the first Mummy film, but it was enjoyable. I I
0: enjoyed the first two.
1: Scorpion King had its... mo. Uh, the, the
0: third is Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, isn't it? Yeah, and then yeah, it's so Scorpion King after that.
1: No, Scorpion King was the subtitle of Mummy Returns. The Scorpion King. I'm sure. Scorpion King had a separate movie. I thought it was The Mummy Returns...
0: No, um, no, I think it's The Mummy, Co-Lan. The Mummy Returns, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, then Scorpion King,
1: I think. Scorpion King came before Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Okay, I well those two
0: that. I don't like anyway, the first two I do.
1: Right. That's, okay. that's the main Well, thing. either way, the first, see, I just thought it was called The Mummy Returns. The thing Co-Lan. is, that you can say about this podcast is, we always care about the facts. The thing that you can say about this podcast is, we always disagree with each other. <laughs> Even when it's about films. Yeah, even even when I think we're talking about the same film. There's real facts out there. We just can't be bothered to go find them. Right, number one. (laughs) We disagree about the little things that don't actually make an impact on anyone's real life, right? The thing is, there are politics out there that are being dealt with by proper qualified professionals and some (laughs) non-professionals. We would never dream of getting involved in that because we know we're not qualified at all to talk about anything other than movies, basically. And we still disagree about that. Yeah, but at least I'm correct. I'm pretty certain. No, you're right. It's it's The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and then... Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. No, it's not. It's... Scorpion King. then... Well, de- there's definitely four. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Of the Dragon four. Emperor came back six years after the fucking Scorpion King, and that was the Basically. problem. Let's get back no to one the- cared about the franchise. Okay, let's anyway. get back to this. My, my my original point was: say we all about the Brenda Fraser mummy film, the first one. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, it was entertaining. Especially the first it was one. A, it was a popcorn film. It was pretty. It was pretty bad, but can we watch it, was, it, it was entertaining enough. I haven't watched it. In can years. we watch
0: it tonight?
1: It's, I mean, we can, but. So...
0: You've made a commitment now. That's so, a commitment. If any
1: podcast listeners are now listening, on Tuesday I had to watch the mummy. <laughs> then, and I'm not going to say I regretted the decision to do it, but I probably didn't enjoy it anywhere near as um, much as I could.
0: This trailer seems very more wham bam thank you ma'am.
1: It looks very much more wham
0: bam. This is going to be a dog shit film, ma'am. Um, although, just want to point out, our exclusive was proven right. Hashtag 50-foot wall. It looks pretty impressive, doesn't it? It does. And I've we seen, broke that mate, news.
1: I saw a picture of that before it was on Pe- screen.
0: People are going to be there going, my God, the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast guys, they told us about this wall. We're yeah. going to be like, yes, we did. Yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> um, Breaking news. Um, the one thing I wanted to point out from this is Tom Cruise has the most...
1: What? He screams in such a way when he's in a plane crash. And number one... I don't think Tom Cruise is a scream kind of guy. I don't think he screams. I think he shouts sometimes. He, what we might do is we'll put a link to the trailer in the in in the description, maybe, so that you can go and check this out because it is the most baffling. Like what we'll do is we'll tweet the the fucking trailer. Because there's a moment, probably about 40, 50 seconds into the trailer, where he does some of the most unearthly sounds. Like, I might even just splice it into this. Okay, well, if you can find uh, an isolated Basically, version. if we can, it will play now.
0: If not, then no, That was just, like, silence for a second. But it's just the weirdest thing. Like, I, I made you listen to it in silence. Because it's... like Listen to it with your eyes closed. It's, listen to it in it's silence. silence. It's probably a better trailer. This trailer's terrible. Yeah. Like, awful. Like, I'm not excited by this at all. But I am more excited than the Transformers trailer I've just watched.
1: Right, well, I've I decided to stay away from that because I've not watched any of the Transformers part. Which just looks
0: mind-bogglingly it, bad. They did the same thing that they did before, where they go... Oh, look, here's a couple of cool things that will get people into the audience. Like, there's the and three- here's a robot pissing on there's Stanley the three- head. <laughs> there's the three-headed metal dragon, uh, and then there's potentially Unicron coming down to Earth.
1: You um, say words to me, and you expect me to know who Unicron like, is.
0: Unicron's the planet-sized Transformer, who was voiced by Marlon Brando in the cartoon. Of course he is. Um, I think it's Marlon Brando, anyway. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Orson Welles. Uh. Orson Welles. Um, and he comes down and he basically, he's a devourer of planets, I believe. or something. Like what
1: that. went on
0: in the 1980s? <laughs> but, like, Unicorn was an amazing thing because it's this huge, huge thing. Um, like, it's the size of Earth and it's terrifying. But I know that it's just going to appear for, like, a second and then that'll be it. It'll be like, oh, Unicorn may be here. And then you'll be like... Oh, Unicron! It's a bit like the Dinobots last time. It's like, oh, the Dinobots are here. By the way, four minutes late, they've pissed off. I, I think, hope you enjoyed your Dinobots. I Box. think you've got this
1: one all wrong. I think Unicron, stupid name. I think Unicron <laughs> is going to be as detailed and interesting a villain for you as Kingpin is in uh, Daredevil series. I he's <laughs> got a Daredevil film. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan made it of his own. Um, but yeah, it looks it doc- looks awful. It looks terrible. Like. This is the the, the <laughs> problem with it is Universal Monsters, right? They've they've got a really good universe there, and mm-hmm. they've got they've got a lot of films in in the previous entries that, that were good films. There's there's the scope to do something really good with this. I don't, I can't help but feel that the idea of making it the Universal fucking universe, yeah. I think that's well, a misstep. I don't think that Russell
0: Crowe da- is playing Doctor Jekyll.
1: Oh, that's who he is. Yeah. Fucking hell. I mean, look, it won't be as bad as. Mm, I'm not going to say that because it could be. I was going to say it, was, it won't be as bad as the DCEU, <laughs> but it could well be. It, 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 judging Ooh. from this trailer, it may well be worse.
0: Links to my next bit of news. Ah, oh, it's almost the like DCEU. a EU. truffle pig. Um, <laughs> potentially. No news. Are you ready for, for some, some non news of the week?
1: Non news of the week.
0: Army Hammer. Maybe Green Lantern, be but there's also every chance Army Hammer is not Green Lantern.
1: It'd be a good Green Lantern.
0: Well, it all comes from Joe Mangiello tweeted that in something like um, "I'm so psyched for you" or something. Um, Can't wait to work with you or something like that. Um, yeah. But nothing else. And, and then everyone's course, like, Joe
1: Mangiello is playing Deathstroke in the forthcoming. And, Justice and everyone's there
0: going, "Oh, this must is. mean that he's Green Lantern." Army Hammer then basically trolled his fans by going, "I've got some big news to tell you," and he did it in like sequential tweets and then his last tweet was I'm about to found, pick my guitar up again for the first time in a while yeah. uh, just found it and dusted it off and everyone's like oh you got us so so it's yeah, he's complete, Green it's Lantern. complete non-news but also it could be news who knows he's Green Lantern What well, that was your non-news of the well,
1: week okay thank you
0: um, I was also going to talk about the Game Awards 2016 but I think we haven't got time so okay um, who won Overwatch won Game of the Year cool um Oh, Hideo Kojima's new game, yeah. Death Stranding, um, it's got Norman Reedus in it, yeah. and it's been made with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. And it's actually got Guillermo del Toro in the game now, and Mads Mikkelsen. Like, well, it looks like it could be fantastic, but also it's Hideo Kojima, so it could be balls to the wall, insane, and impossible to get into. Because if you've tried playing any of the later Metal Gears without really kind of getting accustomed to his style as he gets crazier and crazier, they can be quite dense.
1: We'll see. Well, By what you'll see, I mean you'll see and I won't. Yeah. Is it for PlayStation? Um, I think it is PlayStation. Only. But I don't know. Okay. Maybe. This is a sad day. Facts. <laughs> okay, reviews time! Reviews, yes. Uh, you've seen something. I've seen something, yeah. I've seen one of the best films of the year, I think.
0: I saw one of the worst, Ben Hur, but I'm not even going to go into it because it makes me that angry.
1: Okay, so that's one to save up for January. Oh we'll yeah, end of year wait t- wait
0: till January because I'm almost guaranteed to
1: talk about it because it is... This is when you watch three films way, way, way worse <laughs> and you forget all about Ben-Hur. If, if I do, I will come back to Ben-Hur. But literally... I'm going to make you watch it, Trolls.
0: It is one of the worst things I've ever seen put to film. I don't understand what
1: they're trying to do. At... Go, tell me about your stuff. Okay. Uh, so I've li- literally just finished a screening of Wiener, uh, which is a documentary came out uh, earlier this year, I think May time, something like that, uh, and it basically follows the mayoral election, well, the mayoral election of 2013 for New York City, and Anthony Wiener, who had previously been embroiled in a uh, sexting scandal, yeah. and texting uh, inappropriate messages and pictures to... Uh, I think initially it was just one person that came forward, but then there were a number of things. Mm. And he was a member of Congress up until about uh, until 2011, and then after it all happened, he resigned his position, and then he basically dropped off the political map for a couple of years and decided to keep his head down. 2013, he comes back and announces that he's going to be running for New York mayor. The documentary crew basically are on board to follow that, yeah. that story. Now, during the course of the election campaign, for, in his in his bid to win the Democratic nomination, another texting scan, another sexting scandal comes out, mm-hmm. and the timeline seems to be between his resignation and this now starting so all sorts of questions are being asked for him yeah. now what i like about this documentary and what i think it really nails is you get to see you get to see a snippet at the beginning of him in congress and i actually made you watch it because I, yeah, I said to you just seen it. i said to you this is exactly the sort of politician you really like because you like people who are impassioned who are yeah. very uh, vociferous in their support of things they believe in And he seems like a really good politician. i had been aware of the story when it first happened. Because it was, yeah, 2011 was the initial stuff. I was aware of the secondary story. And then you're watching it. And you're going, this guy is, you know, charming. He's... You can tell why he's a politician. He's he's, got something about him that's innately watchable. And you believe in what he's saying. And you believe that he believes in what he's saying. And you... You can't help but feel it's a real shame that he's involved in this stuff because actually he seems like a you know a politician who's willing to speak his mind, mm-hmm. but is also looking out to protect the interests of certain people who aren't necessarily looked after by the powers that be. Yeah. So you get you get that at the beginning, and then you get the implosion of this campaign, and you get to see the implosion over about an hour of this documentary. So you get to see how it affects his home life, you get to see how it affects his relationship with his wife, how it affects the relationship with his staff on the campaign, how Mm -hmm. it affects his relationship with the voters. And you get to see voters' reactions to it while he's out on campaign trails doing sort of meet and greets and stuff like that, or talking to the press. Because the press will be asking him questions, why have you sent these things? How many more women are there? If you just tell us now, then it'll all be out of the way and you can get back to the campaign. And he's saying, look... There's a lot of stuff that's in my per- in my personal life that is now in the public eye. I can't do anything about that now. Yeah. What I'd like to talk about is how I'm going to change New York City and make it a more affordable place to live for certain people, how I'm going to benefit the people here. And then after the after the press have all shut up, the, the public are coming up and saying, we don't care. Mm. We don't care about his public how his public image is perceived. We want him because he's a good candidate. And there's a lot of support for him. And it starts to dwindle away with the sort of incessant media campaign run against him. Mm. And you can't help but feel like here's a missed opportunity for them to have someone who's really, really vocal in his support of, of the downtrodden. Yeah, who would have been really who, good for who, the city. Who seems like he would have been a really good choice for the city. And it's it's a wonderful documentary to watch because you you just get to see so much of... Who he is as a person. Mm -hmm. And he actually brings this up towards the end of the documentary. He says, you know, I'm really hoping that when this documentary comes out, that it doesn't just come across as the punchline. You know, the whole wiener, his wiener to this girl. I, I, I want people to see that I'm more than that. That there is more to me as a person. And it does a really good job of it. So... You know, I, I've realised recently that I haven't watched that many documentaries this year, so it's a it's a good thing for me to try and get a few in before mm. the end of the year, just so they could creep in. And this is, you know, this a is a really affordable. outstanding doc- documentary, and I, I really recommend it.
0: Um, but well, there's also because I came I came home while you were watching it right towards mm. the end. Um, and there's a really amazing bit near the end where a child, like, ah, yeah. probably like what ten, eleven, if that, yeah, um, yeah. sees Anthony Reader and I've never seen a child react so wild to see the politician it's almost like he's seen Brad Pitt or someone, like he's mm. seen like this mega celebrity he's calling his mom. he's like mum mum you'll never guess who I've just bumped into but
1: again that then shows the, the scale of the media campaign against him at the time was that it was everywhere, it was print, it was in screen, it was in radio everyone was against him all of the time and even kids couldn't escape this stuff because everyone yeah. knew about it And he's now gone on to sort of make uh, he he seems to have made a career out of appearing on sort of topical shows where he talks about politics and stuff and he's on panels and talks Mm. about stuff. And you think, this guy has the passion still. It's rare that you find someone who's affected with a with a sort of story like that that then comes back and still tries to make himself relevant. Is is it um, a
0: tale of because um, I've not seen pretty much 95% of this film, is it more of a tale of how our media approach people who who are seen it, well, as shining, shining lights and they are happy to just tear somebody down? It's
1: interesting in the sense that I think there's there's certainly an element of that where you watch it and you can't help but escape that notion that perhaps the media are too prying and too clawing at it. Mm-hmm. it, is, it you know, it's mainly an examination, I'd say, of him as a person and saying... Why does he do the things he does? And you know, yeah. would he be a better person without the media there, or would he be a better person without any of this scandal there? But there is certainly an element of: are the media doing too much to bring people down, mm-hmm. and is that because there's a, there are a number of notable news networks that are controlled by right wing media? Yeah, and you think maybe that's it. Maybe Fox News are going after him so hard because it suits their agenda and they're just delighted to have that. But it's, you know, it's a really, really, you know, it's a great documentary and well-rounded. It would be easy to come out of that thinking one thing about him, but you actually are in split mind because you think obviously what he's done is pretty terrible, but at the same time, if you ignore that, the stuff he wants to do for the city... Sounds like good ideas. Easy answer. Just don't send your penis to people. If only
0: someone had told him. <laughs> but you'd recommend it, yeah? Yeah, definitely. You'd absolutely recommend it. Um, yeah, we've only got the one review for you this week, um, so that's where we're going to have to leave it. News heavy this week. News heavy. Basically, it was a lot of trailer news. Mm. Um, and trying to remember the mummy. And trying to remember the mummy. This episode will be called Wiener and Trying to Remember the Mummy. <laughs>
1: Um, But we've got a Sunday episode out this week uh, Yes And then there will be news and reviews next week Reviews will include Sully next week Yeah
0: it will definitely include Sully And hopefully um, we'll get around to seeing things like Bleed for This Yeah
1: a couple of the other big releases from this week uh, Bleed for This and United Kingdom hopefully Um,
0: So keep your ears out for that Um the easiest way to see all the episodes that we produce is by subscribing to us. Yeah, on... so you can
1: do that on iTunes, and on Stitcher, and on Buzzsprout. And we're on all of those. You can also rate, subscribe, comment, review, all of that stuff. Send so it to if, your friends. If you, if you subscribe to us, give us a rating. You know, five star is fair. Anything less than that is Um, I've heard, if you think the
0: podcast is poor... Five stars.
1: If you think it's amazing, five stars. We're going to get a lot of five stars. (laughs) Um... Uh, Yeah, but you can find us on Facebook with the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast or you can find us on Twitter at Dinosaur Man 15 where you will regularly find me interacting with other people who I believe are my beefs of the week (laughs) no interactions this week with anyone yet No, No, I've not been I've not been been angered by anything yet but Um, I may well have to do something about this mummy trailer
0: (laughs) thank you to Johnny Neves as ever for the theme
1: song we thank him every week but he really does deserve it Um, thank you to you You're welcome. You've been lovely. I have. Uh, Well, guess thank you as well. (laughs) Cheers.
0: Until next time.
1: Uh, Don't go and send your picture of your penis to a lady on the internet. Sound advice. Especially if you're running for mayor, (laughs) as I know you are.